Hello everyone. Hello. I'm Tony. And I'm Tally. And, and we, we are, are the Lazy, Lazy Book Lovers. We are a podcast for book lovers who procrastinate about reading and have never-ending TV read files. <laughs> <laughs> Today is episode 69 and as a big grown-up with my own children, I decided we should do smutty books. <laughs> so that is what we're doing today. So originally me and Tony discussed that we would do like a smut talk episode but honestly I did such a in-depth one before <laughs> instead I picked out all the smut talk books that are on my TBR okay so I thought that would okay, be good yeah and I've got 20 nice so as long as the word milking doesn't appear this time <laughs> no I've already read that one <laughs> we'll be fine but that series <laughs> no that series isn't on it I'm up to date with all of her books yeah. um, so I'm gonna do I've got a blog coming out in like next week or the week after mm. we're in like early March when we're recording yeah I've got a blog coming out that's just smart talk memes oh like smart book I'm reader memes to that. yeah although it took some researching though because Pinterest doesn't like the word smart no I can't imagine it does so it took a bit of finding the, the, the right words to find them yeah <laughs> spicy and spicy books it was like romance readers and then everything that came up was smart and yeah I was like there we go that's just, that's just the romance now and today we don't have baby tally we are trialing attempting no um, baby it's weird which feels though. weird it's yeah. weird though she's been here really either inside or out of you <laughs> since january last year <laughs> and because we are aware that we do talk over a lot and free her and it's not great for people listening so we're, we're trialing this we're trialing it hopefully this goes okay i feel a little bit sick but it's fine right <laughs> let's talk about smart <laughs> okay so I actually realised that a lot of smutty books on my list are series as well. Oh dear. And who'd have thought that smutty books are in series mostly? Or maybe I just enjoy committing to too many books. Are they all like the kind where it's like standalone but same universe or something? Some of them, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, Um, I've noticed that's a theme. Yeah, which is quite cool. So some of these you've probably heard of and are probably on your list. I don't think any of them are ones you've read though and some of them I may have mentioned before so the first one is Haunting Adeline have you so this that is on, on my list, list mm. but I'm like I've, I don't know I see really mixed feelings about yeah. Haunting Adeline this isn't or- this isn't like the order in which I want to read them it's just yeah. the order they're in my on my story graph which you can follow my Antony story graph by going to our card <laughs> yeah so this is by um, H.D. Carlton it's the first in the cat and mouse duet which I know mm. you don't like them being called duet but there we go mm. <laughs> it's geology why do we hate the word geology where did what happened yeah, I don't know what's a duet a duet is not a thing a duet is simultaneous I, do you know what I looked it up to see if it can be used mm. in, in books and no it is duology it's just a weird trend yeah <laughs> duet is mostly for music yeah. and stuff and there's two know. people singing at once yeah <laughs> haunting adeline so i see this a lot i think this was probably one of the first smart talk books that i came across mm. when i first joined book talk i see really mixed opinions on this yeah Have you got yeah. plot summary yeah and yeah. i'll do the trigger warning so this book ends on a cliffhanger it is a dark romance that contains graphic violence dub non-con 
and deals with subject matters such as child trafficking, abuse and sacrifice. If you have any triggers at all, this may not be the story for you. Hence why it's probably hit or miss for yeah. people. Well, I've seen a lot of people being like, this is just straight up like a rape scene redressed. <laughs> oh, really? Maybe yeah. I might not enjoy it then. <laughs> yeah, that's what one of the TikToks that I've seen was, she's like, she's literally saying no. And then, but then next scene comes back for more, so. Dub, non-com, yeah. So, yeah, mm. that's what that means. And that's usually, when I'm reading fanfic, I usually mm. stop reading the ones like that. So, I don't know, this is mm. loosely on my TBR thing. Yeah. So, it's got the manipulator. I can manipulate the emotions of anyone who lets me. I will make you hurt, make you cry, make you laugh and sigh. But my words don't affect him, especially not when I plead for him to leave. He's always there watching and waiting, and I can never look away. Uh, not when I want him to come closer. Oh, is this the one where he's a bit of a stalker as well? Yeah, he like leaves flowers for her in her, in her apartment. And mm. I think I'd have to be in the right headspace to give mm-hmm. this one a try. The shadow. I didn't mean to fall in love, but now I have. I can't stay away. I'm mesmerised by her smile, by her eyes, and the way she moves, the way she undresses. I'll keep watching and waiting until I can make her mine. And once she is, I'll never let her go, not even when she begs me to. This is giving me you vibes. Yeah, <laughs> you. <laughs> I haven't actually seen you, but I know there's loads of sex scenes in that, isn't there? Yeah, there's not going to be any in the new series because now he's married. He said he's he doesn't feel comfortable. I love him. And <laughs> I love how he never like. Cause sometimes you get character, people who play dodgy characters who try to justify their behaviour, <sighs> and he's just like, no, he's a psycho. He, he was literally Straight like psycho. after the first series came out in interviews, he was literally like, what is wrong with people? Why are they finding him attractive? Yeah. <laughs> Did you watch Gossip Girl? No. Oh, okay. I've been hesitant to start it because everyone's of the ending. Because he... I went through this with Pretty Little Liars. Mm. It was really good, and the ending's crap, and everyone's just telling you, like, the ending's crap. And then I got there, and I was like, ah. The ending is crap, but Gossip Girl is good. (laughs) (laughs) I think Gossip Girl is another one for that list of, like, where the TV show's better than the books, like Vampire Diaries. But yeah, it's basically his character from Gossip Girl all grown up, so. (laughs) (laughs) Right, the next one is the. I want to read the rest of the series that started with. The Dragon's Bride. Yeah. Obviously, yep. I read that. I do have a review somewhere in the reading wrap up in one of our episodes. Mm. So, this is a Deal with a Demon series. And the premise of it is at the beginning, the demon collects, I think it's five women from our world who sign a contract to agree to marry a creature from his world. And they just have to be married for a year. Or they don't even have to marry, I don't think, actually. They just have to live with that creature for a year. Right nothing sexual has to happen but the idea is hopefully they fall in love and have children because in this world the human bloodline has run out and they need the human bloodline to make the creature stronger something like that okay so the first one followed a dragon with two penises (laughs) (laughs) oh i think i remember the episode that's in then i think it's the tail does get involved that episode yeah so i look for that title (laughs) And the second one, which I'm shocked I haven't read yet, The Kraken Sacrifice, because I love tentacles I know. and krakens, you... as you will find out in this uh, <laughs> episode. Is there a common theme? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I need to read the second one, which is the Kraken one. Uh, this is by Katie Robert, who you may know from Neon Gods. And she's got some more series. Oh, yeah, I never realised she was the same person until you explicitly told me the other week or month. Yeah, she's got loads of series, but she also does that Wicked Villains one, which is like the Disney villains oh. reimagined in sexual circumstances. Well, like Hooked and all that. 
no oh, okay. it's a different series but hooked is on my list yeah. <laughs> yeah so this one is catalina only made her deal with the demon because she had nowhere else to go the world has kicked her every chance it got so she's all too happy to leave the realm she knows behind what's the worst that can happen she doesn't anticipate being auctioned away to a kraken oh yeah that's how they get picked they get auctioned thane is cold and distant but he's not unkind isolated as they are catalina finds herself seeking his company again and again and when she finally agrees to uphold her portion of the bargain that's when things get really interesting so we're gonna do um it's not all monster and fantasy stuff uh-huh. but we do have a couple of contemporary romances <laughs> so i've mentioned this series thousands of times why the heck haven't mm. i read it get a life chloe brown the brown sisters by Charlie. yes 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 i remember but for the yeah i don't know why i haven't read this yet so it's a trilogy following the brown sisters and each book follows one of the sisters they're kind of standalone but they obviously both they're all about the sisters they all follow different tropes which we love i love a little bit of just being completely honest and just like we we are this this is the trope yeah the first one in the series is called get life chloe brown chloe brown is a chronically ill computer geek with a goal a plan and a list after almost but not quite dying she's come up with a list of directors to help her get a life she says she wants to enjoy a drunken night out ride a motorbike go camping have meaningless but thoroughly enjoyable sex travel the world with nothing but a hand luggage and do something bad but it's not easy being bad even when you've written out step-by-step guidelines <laughs> what chloe needs is a teacher and she knows just the man for the job redford red morgan with tattoos and a motorbike red is the perfect helper in her mission to rebel but as they spend more time together chloe realizes there's much more to him than his tough exterior implies soon she's left wanting more from him than she ever expected if I remember right, I think he's like an, a secret artist and oh. he doesn't show anyone his art. And so he's a bad boy with feelings. Yeah. <laughs> they, yeah. Each of the sisters, well, the uh, sisters are black and Chloe's plus size and obviously has disability rep. And yep. yeah. Yep. And the second one, take a hint, Danny Brown. She, that's grumpy sunshine but she's the yes. grumpy and he's the sunshine yes. which is my favorite version of that golden retriever boy <laughs> and um, the third one is actual age eve brown and that's grumpy sunshine with him the grump and she's the sunshine oh, so yeah and oh and the second one is also fake dating Love I love it. that shit. Mm-hmm. I love that shit. Yeah, just eat it up. <laughs> One of my friends has recently read Love Hypothesis. That's literally next on my list. <laughs> I love Hypothesis. Because that has fake dating, doesn't it? Yeah, by Ali Hazelwood. Not sure why I haven't read this. I need to read it. You really need to. You will love it. You will genuinely love it. And it's part, It's the first in her Steminist mm. series. Apparently, it does rely a bit too much on miscommunication trope, which, which is, is not. Sometimes I find frustrating. But it's not too overdone to make you hate the book. Yeah, and like everyone who loves it is outright. Look, it's written badly. It is fan fiction. All of the women are teeny tiny and all of the men are big, 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 big. <laughs> but apparently it's just fun. Yeah, it is just fun. So, like, don't take it too seriously. It's just an enjoyable book. Yeah. <laughs> so she's got the third one coming out soon. They all follow different tropes. And then she also has a spin off Steminist. But they are all trilogy. women in STEM. 
show. Yeah. We are walking a teeny tiny feminist road. Yeah. <laughs> Hence the steminist. <laughs> which I really like that word. Mm-hmm. Oh, so if you don't know, we've mentioned this loads of times. So Love Hypothesis is about, well, you might be actually, you've actually read it. Mm. But it's about Olive and Adam and she is a PhD student and he's a PhD teaching no, assistant. He, he or... is, um, runs his own lab. He's a PI. And or whatever the American equivalent of that word is. I just know the English word for that. And she is. I don't know if it's explicitly said, but I think she's like autistic coded, maybe, and she doesn't quite get social norms or whatever. Uh, I don't know if that's true. No, right? I, I might that. be thinking of a different book. Yeah, basically, she's just quite naive. Mm. She lost her mum really young, and has kind of been on her own. Mm. Um, and went into this field of research for her mum because it's to, into the cancer that her mum passed away from. Okay. And um, that's like backstory. I know it's <laughs> actually like from. I mean, because obviously I I work for a biology company mm-hmm. and this is biology labs. Oh, yeah, so yeah. I was like, I know those words <laughs> when what? she was talking about stuff. I was like, this sounds accurate to me because mm-hmm. she actually is. I'm not a scientist, but this sounds accurate. <laughs> the author is formerly like a lab student oh, like yeah. she's got a phd i yeah. believe from because she has an afterword where she explains it getting some academia ptsd off her chest as well through these books her friend basically it all happens the the fake dating happens because olive's best friend is fancies the pants off of someone that olive went on one date with and it didn't work out but this friend is trying to be like girl code i respect it but she, they're like clearly meant to be and olive's just like right I'm going to fix this. So she yeah. tells her friend that she's on a date, but goes to the lab instead. Of course. But then her friend turns up at the lab, and so Olive's like, oh, shit, I need to... K- kiss a random guy. Reinforce this life. So she kisses some random guy in the corridor who just happens to be the really, really scary PI guy that everyone's afraid of. Is it Grumpy Sunshine? Mm-hmm. Mm, the mm. wrong way round. Because I like I don't, it's kind grumpy. of It's kind of well done in this. <laughs> okay. I mean, um, it's, it's not that I hate it. It's just my preferences. Yeah. The woman being grumpy. Some of it is a bit more, she's naive and a bit immature, so it's a bit, the dynamic is that is that kind of teacher-student dynamic mm. still. But they're not technically. No, he lab. doesn't lead her lab, which is why <laughs> it's like, okay. We're like, the finger even though the mic can't see us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so she, he's not the leader of her lab. Yeah. He leads a different lab, so they this is why. They are both adults. He's not actually in a position of power with nope. her. No. He might be there, he could have been the one, so they, when they present their PhD theses, it has to be defended in front of people, I can't remember what the proper word for that is, but they have to defend it in front of a, like a board of people, and he could have been on her board of people. Okay. But as soon as the faculty find out he's in a relationship, they would just not put him on the board. Yeah. Which is good, really, because he's well known for destroying people's theses. Yeah. So she was Good. like, I didn't want you on my board <laughs> anyway. <Yeah>. So <laughs> Hashtag winning. So basically, she and then to reinforce this lie of this person she's kissed to her friend to make her friend date this guy, she comes to this professor and says like, okay, basically I need you to do me a favour. <laughs> I need us to fake date so my friend will date my other friend who I went out with once. And I know they're going to be, be like happily ever after. She was like, I just I need to make we this happen. We just need to fake date until they date. And, and he was like, well, what the fuck is in it for me? And she was like, you tell me. And basically he keeps getting his grants from the university withdrawn because they think he's a flight risk. Oh. So they think, because he's like a superstar, like research person. Yeah. These are all the wrong words. <laughs> he's like 
superstar intelligence. Like he's like top, top of his field. He's yeah. been courted by a bunch of other universities to go work there in their labs. And so the his university has computed con, like basically concluded he's a flight risk and is withholding yeah. some of his grant money. Okay, so if they think he's grounded with a girlfriend, yeah. Will, so that's why yeah. he's like, all right, I'm gonna date you. So they think I'm in a serious relationship and have no intention of leaving this city. Oh, but then they can't do a short relationship because mm-hmm. then they'll be like absolute flight risk. So it needed ah. to look like serious, serious. Oh, okay, that sounds fun. Why well, haven't I picked this up? And then so what they do, they decide to go on a weekly coffee date in the faculty coffee shop. That's so their public date them. once a week, yeah. which is like before both of them have activities on Wednesday morning, so they know they'll get seen by loads of people. And then they were like, and then we're not going to see each other outside of that. But of course they do. <laughs> and then he gets really interested in her research. He thinks she is actually dead clever, but he doesn't use his connections to help her out. He just kind of is like, I'll review stuff for you if you like. And she's like, well, no, because then everyone hates you. And I'll have an advantage over everyone. And he's like, so? Use it. (laughs) And then it's just kind of flirty tension. And then they go to a science conference where she's been selected to present. But the reason she was selected to present is because one of his skeevy friends has been skeeving on her. And he, this friend tries to take that victory away from her. And then big professor man is like, why are you crying? Why are you upset? And she won't tell him. And then he's like, protector mode. And then... It He's goes like, from I, I big man, and she's like, yeah. I small girl. Yeah, I small girl. I need help. <laughs> and then there, then that's when things kind of kick off. There's a review on my blog. If I've read like the read um, bonus scene. I've read the bonus scene. I've not read the book, <laughs> so which is you. their first, their first intimate scene from his point of view. I've oh, read that. Yeah. No, I've read the book without because it's from her point of view in the book. Yeah. So I, yeah. I read the bonus scene, but I did not read. <laughs> book yeah because of course i did mm-hmm. right next one this is the second one in the dark morn universe the third one hasn't come out yet i have read the first one i don't know if i spoke about it. it's called lord of eternal night was the first one second one's called king of immortal ty tith what's that the um tithe tithe i always read it in fay books you know when they bring the yeah that's tithe tithe yeah I did think that, but then I don't. And this is by Ben Alderson. So they're all standalones. So the first one was a Beauty and the Beast retelling. Nice. With a vampire <gasps> and a witch. Oh, I like that. And that was really good. Oh, they're all male-male as well. So this one is a Hades and Persephone retelling, mm-hmm. which we all know is much sexier than the real story. <laughs> so King of Immortal Tithe is a complete male male standalone novel inspired by Hades Persephone but if Hades fell in love with Persephone's brother instead (laughs) um, say human Arlo Grey will do anything to fend off the sickness that longs to destroy him to uphold the promise he made to his parents ensuring the protection of his sister from the world and its dangers especially if the dangers come in the form of elves from a realm beyond that of the human world an elf Fainir Evelina is scorned for the murder of his family forced by the bitter queen to partake in the choosing mm, we all know what that is. he discovers a single person who can resist the deadly grace of his touch it's been many years since the vampiric disease spread wildly across dark morn making humans a rarity and protection from the undead comes at a cost one that arlo is forced to pay when he is stolen by the prince of death there's gonna be sex in it <laughs> so yeah <laughs> <laughs> I love Ben Alderson's writing and if you follow him on TikTok he's brilliant. The next one is from a series called Leviathan Fitness. <laughs> so it is a Fitness. it's a monster gym and it's about 
people who meet at the gym. I was definitely going to make a joke and about have fitting sex. these tentacles. <laughs> so the first one's called Muscles and Monsters. The second one is called Tentacles and Triathlons. The third one, which isn't out yet, is called Griffins and Games. And the fourth one is called Mantras and Minotaurs. Oh my god, this sounds like so fun. I know, I think it's like, I think it has a bit of a comedy touch mm. to it. And the covers are like oh my cartoon God. covers, which I love. Yeah, like the kind of covers, covers that people pick up by mistake thinking they're not raunchy. <laughs> so, Leviathan Fitness is known for monsters, muscles, and woven? Woven. Woven, thank you. <laughs> Who rescue... Woven. Woven. <laughs> you know, I only recently... Well, not recently, but I was a fully an adult when I learned how to say monsters. Because I always said it, monsters. <laughs> Yeah. You can't even blame that on like a regional accent type issue because we're from I the same I region. I think I just watched that Monsters program when I was a kid. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, and wait, Wolven. Wolven. Wolven, who rescued damsels in distress. <laughs> so, after a wedding cake catastrophe, local decorator Tegan finds herself being helped by a solid wall of fur and fangs named Atlas. Atlas is a name used not in romance books I've noticed Atlas, yeah. I think it's like an actual common name in America yeah mm. yeah I mean <laughs> Atlas feels like I think it's usually used mm. as a male name but to me it feels like a female name as well Feel not that names can be gendered but yeah. I would name a girl Atlas over a boy I think yeah I know I feel like it'd be like some really like cool girl who could, like ride, ride my bike yeah. her name's Atlas I actually offered that as an option for my second child so now you know my daughter's not called Atlas. Right. He's never met anyone like Blame him. my partner for that. <laughs> yeah, he rejected all the cool names. <laughs> um, she's never met anyone like him and finds herself enamoured by his wolfish charm. After a sweet encounter, Atlas invites her to his gym anytime she needs his cake lifting services. <laughs> I'm doing eyebrows, eyebrows, eyebrows. <laughs> Tegan decides that instead she wants to lift the cakes herself. So she signs up. For a membership with Leviathan Fitness determined to build her strength. Primal desires emerge as Atlas and Tegan test just how much their new love can lift. <laughs> <laughs> Muscles and Monsters is, is book one in the Leviathan Fitness series. Each book all centre around the gym and feature a different monster pairing. I don't know. The only thing is, right, because I do go to the gym. It's not sexy, is it? It's not a place for romance. And if a lot of people are having protein shakes, there's probably mm. lots of farts going on. Right, well. yeah. But if it was a monster gym, might be different. It might be alright. Or tentacles everywhere. I don't know, like, <laughs> men manage to take up a lot of equipment as it is. Can you imagine if they had more limbs? <laughs> yeah, that's so true. <laughs> right. Yeah, I don't know. I like, I'm sweating everywhere. I don't know, I've been hit on at the gym before. That's the worst place to And I'm just someone. like, I'm like, well, objectively, right now, I'm like red in the face. My hair is in a bun. I was like, I look like shit, and I'm being hit on here. So objectively, that's a compliment. But also, I'm red oh, in the face in the middle of a workout. Yeah, like I'm busy. Well, you know the one where you I'm know the one where you smutty books. Exactly, I'm busy. <laughs> <laughs> you know the piece of equipment where you do like the legs. Uh, it's no, no. That yeah. the weighted one where it's like you're pushing. Yeah. So you guys can't see it. It's like where you open your legs wide and you're yeah. pushing weights. And I genuinely had some guy who like come up to no, me when no, I was on this no, bit of equipment no. and I was like ignore 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 and I was just like <laughs> <laughs> you can 
can hear the movements. And no, like looking don't down. Talk to me when I'm doing and this, I, Tom. No, genuinely. Don't even make eye contact. Don't look at me. <laughs> no, genuinely, that's what I said. You know when like the thought comes out out before brain gets involved. Yeah. So I'm just there, and I just looked up and went, "What the fuck are you doing?" <laughs> so what? He was coughing to get your attention. He was like, "Yeah." He was like, just stood no. like right there, looming. Because I'm a short girl as well. A little girl, big man. Big man, looming, <laughs> looking at me while I'm like. <laughs> and I was like what the fuck are you doing he was like what and I was like why are you here I was like don't talk to me when I'm on this piece of equipment talk to no woman while she's on this piece yeah. I've genuinely said all this to a stranger good because I don't know I have no filter which no. when men are being but inappropriate you, you don't like when when that person was trying to impress you with his love of <laughs> his favourite male <laughs> oh ew. I'm so oh I really yeah you need to be you are like the grumpy character in a book. I'm just like, <laughs> I'm just awful. I used to, especially when I used to live in Birmingham, they'd be like, I'd be like shopping. I used to like go shopping at two in the morning because you I was can. an insomniac and I could. Yeah. And then like some guys like follow me around the supermarket trying to hit on me at two in the morning. And I'm like, this is not Excuse your moment. Excuse me. I'm clearly buying ice cream. <laughs> busy. <laughs> Do my week shop at two in the morning. Like, leave yeah. me. <laughs> I miss those days. Like. Yeah. <laughs> but like, they, they used to be like, I used to have a rule that like, if I'm in a safe situation, I would never use that I've got a boyfriend excuse because the fact that they they don't need to respect some imaginary man more than they respect me and I hated that. So it's like, if I was in a safe situation, which in the Tesco's surrounded by cameras and stuff, I was. Mm. So they'd be like, can I have your number? And I was like, no. And he's like, do you have a boyfriend? And I was like, no. And he was like, are you gay? And I was like, no. <laughs> no. And then he was like, well, why don't you want my number then? And I was like, because I don't want your number. Yeah, like, fuck off and die. And he's Thank like, you. he's like, this guy, this happened multiple times, and they just, like, go into, like, what, off, what you're fat anyway. So yeah. Like, oh, you're yeah. some ugly bitch anyway. And I'm like, okay, you, just, you spent Back 20 minutes away, following this ugly bitch around the supermarket. Okay. Um, <laughs> but um, I have never been chatted up or hit on, so this is an experience I just... I can't oh, comprehend. I, at I all. got. I used to get. I can't imagine someone approaching me and trying to. What's that? I used to get followed around supermarkets a lot. Because oh. I'd go in my. I'd go after the gyms. I'd be in my gym leggings. It's the gym stuff. There yeah, we go. it's the gym bum. People can see the booty. And then like one guy like because I, I used to cycle and I was so I went to like gym and then I went to ASDA, different shop, and then I my went out to put my stuff on the back and he was like is this your bike yeah and I was like this purple sparkly bike yes the one I'm putting stuff on oh so you like you're like all like strong and stuff and I was like um <laughs> do you even need <laughs> but I'm still like this even when it's not being hit on so I was at the train station little shop tangent um <laughs> train station little shop and I was like paying and three very tall men, it's a small shop, like they, they've been like really near me the whole time they've been shopping anyway, and I had a backpack on, and I was very aware of the backpack. Because it had- Is this that little one? Yeah, like, the teeny, teeny tiny one, yeah. Thing. Yeah, yeah. And then all three of them came, stood behind me, and then leant around me to put their stuff on the counter. Oh. And I had headphones half on, so I literally went, and the guy behind the bar, the till nearly died of laughter because i literally very viscerally just went can you guys back the fuck up yeah and there was three very tall men who were like they were talking talking i was like can you guys back the fuck up Mm. and they just went completely silent and just withdrew (laughs) 
Yeah, and, and like, the guy behind the counter actually had to duck from laughing because like, men just don't because you. I don't think they realise that would be intimidating. Yeah, I think because men you to don't have to worry because you you don't have to go through mm. life thinking about these things. You don't. It was like eight pm. You don't consider how you appear to women. It was eight pm. I was on my own. I had a little backpack on. Oh. I had headphones half on, so they kind of surprised me. Because uh, I also did the safety half headphone, so I could hear. But apparently that was because <laughs> they just kind of like, and I was yeah. like, oh, and they were all leaning around me, and I was no, like, oh, no, no, in my no, 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 and instead of, I just immediately was like, back the fuck off, <laughs> tiny rage midget, have <laughs> a little gremlin. But I just don't think they expect that amount of rage from someone who's so small. It's like they've never heard of like <laughs> with a little squeaky high pitched voice. <laughs> anyway, back to next. Hurts. I mean, uh, the the summing up of this is: if you're a cracker, you can hit on me at the gym. <laughs> right. <laughs> Her soul to take by Harley Larue. I'm sure you've oh, seen. Oh, is this, this the one with the skull face? No, but no. yes. Okay. Okay. Not the one you're thinking of. Okay. That's a different one, but this does have a skull face in it. <laughs> okay. And this is the first in the Souls trilogy. I don't think mm. the third one's out yet. So. You've probably heard Leon as a book boyfriend because a lot of people have Leon mm. as a book boyfriend. Leon, I earned my reputation among magicians for a reason. One wrong move and you're dead. Killer, they called me, and killing is what I'm best at. Except her. The one I was supposed to take. The one I should have killed. I didn't. The cult that almost controlled me wants her and I'm not about to lose my new toy to them. And then Ray, I've always believed in the supernatural hunting for ghosts is my passion but summoning a demon was never part of the plan monsters are roaming the woods and something ancient something evil is waking up and calling my name i don't know who i can trust or how deep this darkness goes her soul to take is book one in the souls trilogy although all books are interconnected they're standalone and can be read in any order then the content one in this book contains graphic sexual scenes violence kink slash fetish content horror elements drug use and depictions of hard kink slash edge Play. and then it also has the list of kinks and fetishes that are included so if you go on the story graph you can see that so this cover you're thinking of the opal rain oh but i have seen this but you will have seen this mm-hmm. yeah yeah i don't know i like that was that whole list was like mm, mm-hmm. this sounds like one for me <laughs> yeah and then i'll skip down to the one you were thinking of which mm. is oh hang on if i'd not put it on my list oh it was too obvious i didn't even put it on my list that's crazy let me just grab it because it should be on my which list. is the one you've got that you have facing you when you sleep a to stare soul at you. to keep yeah okay and that maybe that's the one i'll that one oh okay that's the one i was thinking of wait they're two different things yes wait what's the other one called but different authors okay so this is a soul to keep the first one and this one is her soul to take oh different authors but different they've both series. got pictures of skulls on oh, the cover. okay yeah they're both like ram type skulls mm-hmm. as well deer or ram or whatever yeah. you call it okay so i'll do a soul to keep seeing as we are on that so this is the first in the dust walker bride like, can series. i just conjure some imagery for you guys yeah so this is like he's skull like ram's head so it's got big curly horns he's got his arm like wrapped around some teeny tiny girl um and that faces natalie every night that she sleeps yeah because i haven't read it yet so i put it on display in my bookshelf and i'm like hello in her room and it just stares at her there we go yeah it really does it's like seen seen this set carry (laughs) on it's like one of the only books facing out because i like the cover (laughs) (laughs) and this is by opal rain who i recently joined her discord and she is 
such a vague oh hang on vapor rainbow i think yeah i'm gonna say they because i'm not 100 percent sure i i'm fairly confident it's she her but so all Rhea ever wanted was freedom known as a harbinger of bad omens and blamed for demons eating her family Rhea is shunned by her entire village when the next offering is due and a monstrous dust walker is seen heading her way her village offers her an impossible choice be thrown into a prison cell or allow herself to be sacrificed to the faceless monster i'm gonna stop there her and the monster bone and <laughs> the monster has a skull face you know when i think i, I can hear the episode title whilst recording <laughs> her and a <the> monster bone <laughs> don't need to think about that sorted done um so they're all um standalines so Ooh. the second one's called a soul to heal and a third is called a soul to touch and yeah they all have really cool covers I yeah can't wait they're to all get the sort of like two. skull faces with women and they're gonna boom <laughs> <laughs> um and speaking of Opal Rain, they actually appear twice on this list. Uh-huh. Because I've mentioned this book before, they also have the Witchbound series. The first one is called The Witch Slayer, and it's about the dragon and the person that oh, has we... the dragon. Like a bit of dragon. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Rurik's only goal is to kill the Dark Witch. He never expected to find himself in the White Witch's home in need of healing, or that she would be completely oblivious about his kind or her own. He intends to abandon her, a lowly witch, to her fiery fate, but he cannot ignore his blood debt after she saves him. When Amelia's cat brought home a strange flying lizard during a terrible storm, she had no idea that it was a dragon, or that he would save her from burning at the stake, only to imprison her in his lair when she saw his human face. Now she is stuck in a cave with a moody, hot-tempered and arrogant warrior, one who has killed her kind by the dozens. I think... The good bone. I think, <laughs> if I remember correctly, some boning happens when he's still a dragon. <laughs> oh no! Because I think we discussed the mechanics of yes. he a small dragon or a big dragon when they yeah. were doing that. Yeah, and look at that. Because I was like, well, on the cover, he's yeah. a big dragon. But we were like, is he a lizard-sized dragon during the dragon's eggs? or not and I will tell you one day <laughs> <laughs> one day I'll be able to answer this <laughs> I'm sorry I had like the worst imagery in my head do I share it yeah go on right or yes <laughs> I just had this image of a tiny dragon with its like head up someone's cooch cooch oh my god I've not heard that for so long <laughs> and that was the imagery that I had in my head it was like little dragon tongue <laughs> Okay, so I don't know if I mentioned this on the on the podcast. I'm so interested how you've related tangent to that, but carry on. Yeah, no, it is related. So you know, in a lot of books, they talk about. I know we are clearly not safe for work, but how well, they talk about hitting the cervix when they're having sex. Yeah. And I always thought that didn't sound great. Wait, okay, one second. I'm just gonna I'm gonna do a little speech that then Edison can cut in before we talk about this. Oh, yeah. um, uh, trigger warning for discussions of women's medical procedures, private medical procedures, and um, parts. There we go. When I was pregnant, and they have to, I had a sweep, <laughs> which is in the cervix. Yeah. It's not enjoyable. No. I mean, I know that was not a sexual situation, yeah. but no, I don't no. want to be hitting the cervix by a penis or by 
a dragon face. You know when you get... <laughs> Which is where I came from. Your cervical cancer screen and your smear test. Mm. She was like, yours is very easy to find. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> she was like, you haven't... She was like, I don't know, is this, is this TMI for a podcast? I don't know. I'm very well, healthy cervix. we always go too far. <laughs> It's not even that very healthy. healthy and easy to find. <laughs> it, and it must have been for her to compliment it. Like it must. Have she been was like, always right there, and I was like, "What the fuck does that mean?" <laughs> I remember when they were doing like I had to go for like. Why she's? St- I'm still in. In the stripes. Yeah. Still got clamps she's like, in places. Impressive sex. <laughs> That's a nice compliment. <laughs> just, and then she just carries on talking to me yeah. about my day, and I'm like. Um, I don't know what to do with this. <laughs> when I had to go, every time I've had a cervical smear, I've had to go for the second one because mm. of a non Yeah. Um, and when you do the second one, if you've got a healthy one, maybe you've never had to go Touch for the second one. Yeah. When you do the second one, um, it's they have a big camera. Oh. And they're like, don't look for this part. No, it always make you look away when they're like, because they're like women don't. <laughs> Nobody to see that. Don't like to see that. <laughs> And then you can look when they're inside. But, I mean, you can look if you want, but they're always like, most people don't want to watch this part. And I was like, yeah, I don't think I do want to see you just coming at me. So I don't want to be poked in their cervix is where I'm going with this. Okay. Is that written by male authors or female authors, though? Usually female, but I'm assuming... Um... Have you just noticed? <laughs> a giant condom <laughs> I love how you like so she's been in this room for an hour now right walked straight past I've got I, I ordered a bunch of new plants and those boxes are in the doorway she had to step over them <laughs> and I was like she hasn't mentioned it um, I haven't unwrapped my new plant yet that uh... is all the vine look how long it is look at this big boy Total tangent. It's like when I saw that cheater in your plant pot after I know, like a year. <laughs> Look at this big boy. Oh my god. Now I know where all your money goes. Oh, it's so cute. Look at him. Is it going to be a plant that stays upright or is it a dangly dangly? It's a dangly. Oh, that's cool. But this is how he came was like this. Mm. But it's so, it was, right, the website said 17 inches of trail. Mm-hmm. That's not like 17 inches, does it? I'm happy. I don't know what an inch is, if I'm honest. Inch is the length of like that bit of your index finger. Oh, okay. That looks a bit longer than that. Mm-hmm. That's why we have inches used to be measured using it's the finger. It's like the opposite of how men measure themselves mm-hmm. in inches. And then like you've so got more for your bang. More bang for you your want, bang. If you want a foot, a foot is generally elbow to wrist. Unless you're short like me. Mm. That was like the. I thought a foot was like the stride of the king no if your a foot can usually be measured by oh, i think it's either hand tip to elbow or wrist to elbow mm. but most people that's roughly a foot oh. fun fact there we go sorry so she, basically she just noticed this giant plant i've got in the corner of my room that's still wrapped up i actually watched your face being like oh i need to have you um also noticed the cactus in pieces on my desk i did notice that yeah 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 I did that was an instant <laughs> i need to take observant of my cv or whatever ow ow how you've just killed your finger yeah so no that cactus uh, took a bit of a suicide dive off of my i have really big display shelves i've got like pl- plant pot shelving in my windowsill 
and this one despite being on this spot for two years was it in that gap yeah oh yeah never moved somehow decided to take a little like jump when i drew the curtain the other day maybe you haven't um, told it you loved it recently i don't know but me being me i decided to catch that cactus with my hands <sighs> you know you just sort of instinct takes over and i just straight up just caught a cactus Rubbed. with bare hands it's not good guys it's not good for you that's why if you notice me fiddling with my hands it's because they're really sore <laughs> <laughs> and it's the kind of cactus with the feathery thin spines not big mm. spines and you would think better to get stabbed with little spines but the big spines are no, easier because you can get them out can come out quicker yeah yeah whereas these like little feathery ones that they're I'm still like finding. um tarantula hairs that mm -hmm. get stuck in your I, I learned that the hard way when i had a pet tarantula i didn't know that but of course that doesn't even surprise me but i did not know you had a pet tarantula I did. but it's not shocking in the slightest <laughs> it was called rex <laughs> of course it was so that's why this cactus is in pieces right yeah. Um, Any tangent over? <laughs> <laughs> They're usually written by women, but I assume women who have not um, had their cervix touched. Okay, so. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot that's where we started. <laughs> Just to add a bit of a mixture of genre, All right. now we're going to do a bit of sci fi. Oh, shake so, it up. <laughs> there's a huge series. I don't know if this series has a name. The first one is called. No, this isn't the first one. It's like the third one in this series, but mm. it's the one I want to read. I think they're all standalones. Alien Psycho by Loki Renard. Renard? Renard? Name. Um, <laughs> <laughs> they say I'm crazy. They're not wrong. I'm a criminal, an outcast, a dangerous fugitive capable of anything. They must be insane to send a female human bounty hunter after me. <laughs> At half my size and a fraction of my strength she's like a lamb to the slaughter you can't see me rolling my eyes but with love <laughs> <laughs> when she tracks me down in my icy layer i could easily leave her to the elements but i take pity on her i save her life i make her mine she becomes my sweet human pet my human uh, my companion in the wilderness i used to be crazy now i'm crazy for her but when my enemies try to hurt her that's when i show them what a psycho really means and he is a big blue alien <laughs> did i tell you about the jennifer l armentro romance that i read where there was like an alien no oh wow, i meant to awful. bring you those books what books the blood and ash i don't think i'm gonna read them so i no. think i should return them yeah mm, yeah i've had them for a while i don't know where they'll go no <laughs> i'll have them back into the dragon horde <laughs> and the next sci-fi one is it probably needs no description. Ice Planet Barbarians. I think I'm going to pick this up. I'm going to yeah, read the first yeah. one at least. There was so much hype about it on TikTok. Mm. I feel like I feel obliged now. It's on KU. There's Kindle Unlimited. There's 100 billion books in a series. <laughs> Not really, but I think but there's I like really 25. I really love that it started ending up in like proper bookshops. Oh yeah, it's got like the, the covers that are actually for bookshops now, mm. hasn't it? Have you seen this? the subtle you know they usually have well not usually but a lot of smutty romance has the subtle covers that you can yeah yeah they've got them ice planet barbarians by ruby dixon it's about barbarians on an ice planet <laughs> and <laughs> so some human goes to the yeah so ice planet. there's a, a, a woman gets abducted but let me read it to you you'd think being abducted by aliens could be the worst thing that ever happened to me but you'd be wrong because now the aliens are having ship trouble and they've left their cargo of human women including me on an ice planet 
and the only native inhabitant I've met. He's big horns, blue, and has a really, and really, really has a thing for me. So these barbarians all have a breeding kink. So that is what the series is about. Because later on, the human women are pregnant and stuff. I thought I'd give the first one a try. Yeah, yeah, I'm not sure how I feel about that. Yeah. So uh, back to tentacles. Well. Um, <laughs> I was like, figure back to business. Back to this is this is like I think it's like a B series, like a B movie okay. type series, and it looks fun. So it's by Baby Harper Bieber, B E B E, Baby Bieber. You know what? I just hear that. Have you ever watched Shit's Creek? No. Well, I just hear that in Moira Rose's voice, though. If anyone, so the people who have watched Shit's Creek, you'll know what I'm talking about. With Bebe, 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 and the series is called Earth Humans. All right. And the first one's called Mandy and the Tentacle Monster, and that was pretty much all I needed to know for yep, this series. That's it. Mandy no is more. abducted by aliens and kept as a pet. Of course. I'm not reading anything more. That's it. That's all I need. Why are the humans always pets? it would be quite nice to have someone look after me though yeah I guess and feed me and pet me and fuck you with tentacles <laughs> <laughs> not usually what I um, all of my pets are safe just to be clear <laughs> I've been dying to read and I follow her on TikTok and I don't know why I haven't read them yet um, Lillian Lark and she has the Monstrous Matches series the first one is called Stalked by the Kraken so that's what you looked at <sighs> and it's about a um, I think it's like a matchmaking service okay. and each one follows a different monster the first one's about a Kraken that's <laughs> <laughs> so all the information anymore. you looked up <laughs> <No>. <laughs> So I think that's all the tentacle. Oh, one more tentacle one. Right. right. So there's a series called, I've definitely mentioned this first book before. There's a series called Tempting Monsters by Catherine Moon. And the first yep. book is called A Lady of Rooksgrove Manor. And it's kind of a Victorian monster romance. Okay. So it follows a woman who um, gets a, she's got no prospects. I've got no prospects. <laughs> I'm 27. <laughs> I'm already a burden to my family. Nobody. <laughs> And she gets a job at a at Roxgrove Manor, which is a house of ill and unusual repute. Ooh. There's lots of different monsters that visit it, and she ends up becoming a favourite of a lot of the monsters. And this is a why choose as well. Nice. And one of the monsters had tentacles. <laughs> <laughs> Leaving tentacles behind, let's do a couple of elves. So <laughs> <laughs> let's get done. Oh, let's get down, let's get to, down to the important stuff. <laughs> so the series called Married to Magic, and the first book is called A Deal with the Elf King, and this is by Ali Kova. And this is perfect for fans of A Court of Thorn and Roses. Oh, oh, yeah. oh, oh. This is a standalone, so the series are all standalones, fantasy romance about a human girl and her marriage to the Elf King. I think nothing more needs to be said yep. really no it's a Hades and Persephone slash Beauty and the Beast why is Slow Hades and Persephone burn. having a comeback what's that about I blame Laura Olympus yeah because everyone wants to secretly be a pet I guess and <laughs> <laughs> Hades and Persephone is kind of just like the idea pets. of being taken care of <laughs> Well, I really do yeah <laughs> <laughs> you know that thing of you know we're talking about you 
the TV series. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then, um, <laughs> it was going around on TikTok, of mums on TikTok, where she was going, does anyone, look, not not the torture, like, anyone kind of fancy a stint in the cage? Yeah, though. <laughs> a few weeks, just yeah. a few weeks of, a like, sleep and being fed. Not and... being touched by children, not having it here in mum. <laughs> <laughs> there was a bunch of women mm. going, like, any mums relating to me. Yeah. <laughs> Like maybe not like the death part, but like yeah, a few weeks but in the maybe cage. Maybe the death part. <laughs> <laughs> the word I hate: the unseelie prince. Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. This is by Catherine Ann Kingsley, and it's the first in the Maze of Shadows series, and it is about the second one's called the Unseelie Crown, the third one's called the Unseelie Throne, and then the Unseelie King. I'm sensing a theme. Mm. <laughs> It is a dark fantasy, and this one, he's got that chokehold thing going on on the cover as oh, well. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the throne of Valois is for the taking, but first he needs a queen. Still a human, of course. I skipped some bits in between, but I think that sums it up. <laughs> oh, right, right. I need to show you related, Tandon. I need to show you my storygraph genres. Oh, my gosh, yeah. Because dark is becoming quite a large chunk. Mm. And I was like, oh, okay. But as in dark romance? Just like, just, well, romance gets this other chunk. But look, mm. adventure, darkness, tense. Oh, I'm going to check my notes after we've done this. Emotional is a very small and mysterious. So those are my main things: adventurous, dark, tense, and mysterious. I like that's that. my vibe, apparently. <laughs> and it's all about fucking fairies. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> ah. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh no, Cruel Prince doesn't really have any sex scenes in it. Well, it was the first fairy series, and now I'm reading Crescent City, which yeah, does I mean, have it sex is a YA, it. so we don't want sex in it. Just yeah, but Crescent City is not okay. Next one is called Serpent's Touch, and it's the first in the Serpent's Touch series by Marina Simcoe. I mean, I was kind of interested in it because of the cover, I'm not going to lie. Oh, it is sort of an... Uh, it's got like a... He's hooded. Assassin hood. Topless. Yeah. And he's in water, and I was hoping there'd be tentacles. Right, so... <laughs> Tentacle teeth. It's called Serpent's Touch. If I'm not being touched by a serpent, what's the point? <laughs> It might just be like the end of a serpent, which is like technically one tentacle. Like if it's a serpent, then one end of him is a tentacle. <laughs> so this is a. It tells you about it, but I'm just gonna skip to the sexy part. All right. Oh, the sex part. This is a romantic fantasy. It contains graphic descriptions of intimacy and is intended for mature readers. You do not re need to read the Freak Show trilogy to enjoy this. It must be a spin-off from a, something called the Freak Show trilogy, which I need to read Street, right yep. now. <laughs> you need to go add that to the list. The Menagerie is filled... Oh, this must be the Freak Show thing. The Menagerie is filled with fantastic animals, but I discovered that Madame, Catch Madame catches and displays sentient beings too. Mm. Sorry, what? I don't know what any of this is about, but I will be telling you about it in a wrap-up. Um, <laughs> she'll read it and then tell you about it then <laughs> so uh, I do need to do a little shout out because most of these have come from Chloe aka Pisces and Paperbacks because yep. <laughs> she has some good book suggestions mm -hmm. and then this one was a suggestion from Katrina currently her 
name is she's changing it so i don't imperfect fashionista imperfect. yeah you are right i think um, but she's changing it so i don't know when this comes out she might have changed it but stalked by the boogeyman by siggy shade <laughs> that's a great name i know right you're 99 percent sure that the boogeyman is visiting your bedroom at night every morning when you wake up your clothes are shredded with sharp claws and he's even started stealing your underwear that's all i need to read to that i was i was done <laughs> The last one is that time I got drunk and saved a demon. I've read oh, that one. I really wanted to read. Mm. I need to add that. Kimberly Lemming is the first in a Mead Mishaps book. I read her spin-off, which was the Mistlefoe one, and then the second book's called That Time I Got Drunk and Yeeted a Love Person at a Werewolf. <laughs> They're just fun, <laughs> and I love them. I think I wanted to read them based on the titles alone. I yeah. was like, that's it. I don't need to know anything else. I am sold. Exactly. <laughs> and oh, and also Hooked, which is. Oh, by Emily McIntyre, and mm-hmm. it's a dark Peter Pan retelling. I read the second sex. in her series because there's a bunch of standalones. I read yeah. Scar, didn't I? Yeah, and that's a Lion King. It's apparently a Lion King retelling, which mm. I didn't realise. So if you go to my story graph, go to my profile, my tags. I have a tag called Smut Talk, and you can see all of the books there. And if I do my job properly, there will also be a blog with the list in. We'll find out. I haven't done it since episode sixty-three. Yeah. But... I would say um, there'll be a, a a thing on our shop front, but the bookstore.org usually doesn't have all of the indie mm. books, so they just don't end up there. So yeah, that is it. Have you read any of these? Do you recommend any? Do you know any tentacle stuff? Please let me know. Yeah, just just send us some tentacle recommendations, or just some tentacle artwork. I don't mind. Or just like any kind of smart that doesn't involve real humans. I was gonna seems to be the theme. I was gonna do like the little the uh, the history of tentacle porn, (laughs) but we'll save that for another episode. Like we're a serious podcast. <laughs> the history of the genre. I could actually do we're gonna do that as an episode. Right, we're gonna right. do it at some cool. point. We're gonna add it to the list. <laughs> so thank you for joining us. Please like, subscribe, follow us. We're you can find us on Instagram, TikTok. Mm, there'll be not, uploads we're at not some point. On TikTok yet, but we will. <laughs> follow us. <laughs> You can also find our website slash blog, which is lazybookloverspodcast.wordpress.com. We also have a Facebook and we have a LinkedIn. Oh, yeah, forget about them. Yeah. Please, please rate us wherever you listen to the podcast. It really helps us know (laughs) if you're enjoying it. Please download, especially if you download in the Mm. first week after it's been released. That really helps us in the algorithm. You guys have been doing good with that because mm. I che- I actually checked our stats for once. Shocked Pikachu face. <laughs> <laughs> this weekend I was like, oh, not that not this week. Some point this week, like yeah, some point. We did it. When did I message you? Wednesday. Um, yeah, it wasn't that long ago. Uh, Tuesday. Ago. Oh. At some point I was like, I have a curiosity. It was this. And month. you guys are doing it, so mm. thank you. Please keep doing that. Yeah, and please share this episode with anyone you think might enjoy some smut talk recommendations. Mm-hmm. Well, not really recommendations because I've not read them. Do you want to buddy read them with me? <gasps> Let me know if you want to buddy read any. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for joining us. Thank you. Speak Goodbye. to you soon. Bye. Have a nice week.